Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of SoundHeart Radio. One of the most potent, I should say, powerful uh, letters of the New Testament is Paul's letter to the church at uh, Galatia. And his letter to the Galatians, we believe, was a circular epistle. That is, uh, this letter was to be read uh, by several different uh, believing communities in a particular uh, area. And so much like that of his letter to the, the church at Ephesus, we believe Ephesus, his letter to the church at Ephesus, was also a circular uh, document to be read by the believe, different believing communities. <clears throat> now, what Paul teaches uh, in his letter to the Galatians uh, for me, begins uh, in chapter 2, verse 20. And I want to read this verse being mindful of the present cultural conditions in which we find ourselves as believing ones. If we look around us, we see engineered confusion, uh, confusion. Uh, we see the allowance of, of moral uh, apathy, uh, which is also engineered. And so people have been truncated and not only physically locked down in certain locations, but also spiritually locked down. Uh, people have been led to this uh, belief that it is only through uh, politics or a particular uh, political philosophy that their lives will be uh, fulfilled. And it's really interesting to observe what is going on because uh, what is allowed to be disseminated about uh, the violence and the corruption that is going on within the culture is misinformation and disinformation that has been sanctioned uh, for the dissemination of of, of certain beliefs. And the believing community is caught up uh, within this particular cultural milieu. So believers 
must maintain their distinctiveness and not get caught up in the spirit of this age. Remember that the devil is the god of this age. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He is the god of this age. And we, as a believing community, realize that this is the church age, and the church age is going to end in a particular manner. Um, the tribulation period uh, will occur. <clears throat> and so we see particular events happening at that, that point uh, in, in that direction. <clears throat> but what I want to read to you now is uh, Galatians 2.20, uh, which reads, quote, I am cruci- uh, these are the words of the Apostle Paul. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me, gave himself for me. Now, this verse is pivotal for the understanding of Pauline Christology. Indeed, this verse is critical in order to understand the Apostle Paul. So, Paul was dealing with a situation in Galatia in which uh, Judaizers had come in and corrupted the faith. Believers, the believing community was was told that not only do you follow Christ and the gospel, but you must also keep the law. And so they introduced this syncretistic a structure, this syncretistic faith into the community. And it corrupted the community because uh, Christ fulfilled the law. Jesus said as much himself. He, Jesus said, I come to fulfill the law. And that word fulfill in Greek means to complete. Jesus came to complete the law. And he also bore uh, the curse of the law on our behalf. He died under a ban. He died uh, as a criminal because the law states curses is anyone who hangs uh, on a tree. So Jesus was crucified. Uh, on our behalf, he died for us. And so Paul writes in Galatians 2.16, quote, knowing that a man is not justified <clears throat> by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ. <clears throat> 
that we might be justified, and that word justified means to be made right before God, to be made right before God, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Unquote. Now, the law reveals the exceeding sinfulness of sin. The law reveals that no man, no woman, uh, can fulfill the righteousness demanded by the law. And and this community believed that they could keep the law, once again, that they could keep the law and uh, be faithful to the gospel. So Paul also writes, in Galatians 3.13, quote, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone that hangeth on the tree, unquote. Now, why am I spending so much time with this? And I'm going, and the title of the show is Walk in the Spirit. Well, because I, I want you to understand what is going on in this particular letter. Um, because these believers were walking in the flesh. And by that I mean the this syncretistic belief <clears throat> uh, this was not the gospel. The gospel has to do with the historic death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And in 2.20, Paul writes, I am crucified with Christ. And so the word that he uses for I, the pronoun I, is the word ego. And the verb crucified is in the perfect indicative. Paul is stating a fact about his estate, what God had done for him. Because Paul realized that no one can lead a life well-pleasing to God the flesh is crucified unless the flesh uh, dies on that cross with Jesus. So this is, and so without this understanding, then one cannot move into understanding Christian ethics and what is demanded in Christian behavior. So, Paul, in Galatians 5.11, he writes, quote, And I, brethren, <clears throat> if I yet preach circumcision, why do I yet suffer persecution? Then is the offense of the cross ceased. Verse 12, I would they were even cut off, which trouble you, unquote. And so, I want you to see the dynamic that's going on here. Uh, Paul understood that if the <laughs> uh, these people were said that they needed to keep the law, 
and follow the gospel too, then the faith was watered down. The faith was compromised. And so uh, this caused division within the communities. In, verse, in Galatians 5.16, Paul writes, quote, This then I say, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. Notice, if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. And so thereafter, uh, unquote, and then Paul uh, sets, uh, here's the setting. Not only would there be conflict within the community if people believe in this watered-down version, uh, this this syncretistic system. Not only would the community be watered down, but, and there would be conflict within the community, but within each individual lives. And you see the confusion that the devil seeks to create. He wants believers to follow a religious system. Jesus did not propagate a religious system. Paul did did not propagate a religious system. James did not propagate a religious system. James John did not propagate a religious system. Indeed, the gospel is new. God is doing a new thing in the gospel. God is setting people free through Christ, through the blood of the cross, so that you and I, please read Paul's letter to the Romans, so that you and I can walk in newness of life and reign as kings in life. This is our new destiny in Christ. Now watered down, not hindered by religion, a life that acknowledges the ultimate freedom that you and I have through the person of Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. Good morning. My name is Dr. Josiah, and God bless you.